Welcome to this week's edition of the SoCo Show, episode 14. 14. We, got, we got our permits now. We can drive. <laughs> I'm Seth Ott. Here with me as always is Cody Michael. Hey, everybody. Hey. Quick, favorite Power Ranger. Favorite Power Ranger? Well, the Single. Singular. Single. Zach, season one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because he does hip-hop keto. He invented an entire... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The actor invented... An entire type of martial arts that's hip-hop slash martial arts for season one. I feel like that's false. No, it's true. It's super <laughs> racist, but it's true. <laughs> Why is it racist? Because he was the black guy. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he can invent a dance. No, but they asked him to. Oh. <laughs> okay, you'd have to clarify. That's the racist oh, okay. <laughs> so you can't, it's not racist to create dancing moves. No. Uh, mine's the, the kid from Power Rangers Turbo. The one that, that grows. grows bigger? Yeah. That's just the only reason why. That, that guy sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually think that, but... I hope not. Why not? Okay, then who actually is? I mean, the obvious answer is Tommy, but I would say Rocky. Rocky? Yeah. I mean, he was good. Yeah. He was no Zach. No, he's, he's better than Zach. I don't know. Yeah. I would disagree. <laughs> like I said, Zach has the best fighting and is just the coolest. He and every time fighting. he walks into a room, they play hip-hop music. I mean, Tommy is objectively the best fighter, though. He got into MMA after. He still MMA fights. The actor who played him did. Yeah, but he still... That doesn't make his character the best. No, it does. No. And he's the leader. That's like saying that Randy Couture is a good actor. He is. because he fights well Did you see him in Expendables 3? Did you see the Scorpion King 4? <laughs> was he in that? He's in one of them. Was he the actual Scorpion King? I don't know who he was. Hey, that movie franchise does great things for actors. No, it does terrible things for fighters. <laughs> I mean, The Rock got big from it. Yeah, but that only furthers my point. He was a shitty actor when he was in it, and he uh, wasn't even in it. He was in Scorpion King. Have you seen the Scorpion King? Yeah, I went to the theaters. That movie—it's a bad movie, dude. <laughs> and he's bad in it. So you're only—you're only furthering my point that they Not take a... bad fighter, they take good fighters slash wrestlers, and make them into bad actors for those movies. That's he, the only reason they exist. It wasn't his worst performance, though. Did you see the Tooth Fairy? I didn't see the Tooth Fairy. You should have. I would rather watch Tooth Fairy than Scorpion King 5, though. Well, he wasn't in Scorpion King 5. If we're talking about doing the Rock Johnson movies, then... You know what I like is the game plan when he's got a daughter? <laughs> I never saw that one. Surprisingly kind of good. He also has a daughter in the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> but fact. I didn't see the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Did you see the sequel with Larry the Cable Guy? No, I didn't. Favorite Larry the Cable Guy movie, go. Don't you have to have teeth to be the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> He's got teeth, he just doesn't have sleeves. I'm the Tooth Fairy. You don't have to have sleeves. Peter Dunn. I actually saw an interview with Larry the Cable Guy. That's a made-up accent. Yeah. It's not how he talks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. He actually wears sleeves, too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably sounds like me with cold. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that he's just like, uh, hey guys, how are you doing today? Oh, time to go on stage. Peter Dunn! <laughs> it, like, it makes me appreciate him more because he's like a... He's almost like a parody yeah, of those southern redneck guys. He's like uh, the comedic version of Trump. Well, because he, he he's he, not he, very comedic. He plays to his he plays to his audience, but he does play to his audience. Yeah, and he gets yeah. he made money off of it, and didn't. I would rather lay the cable guy in, in in office. He makes people look equally as stupid because everyone who's like a big fan of Larry the Cable Guy is like, he's one of us. <laughs> I can connect with him. They have a get her done buffer sticker and also a Trump Pence buffer sticker. You can get him two two for one. Yeah. Two for one. Yeah. Very special deal. I don't know how we got to Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, from Power Rangers. 
<laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> of course, from Power Rangers. Yeah. Holy cow. Hey, we got a lot of good show for you today. Um, a lot of news in all the categories. We're going to get into some fun stuff at the end. A couple of uh, listener questions that we're going to answer uh, to wrap up the show. But before that, let's get to the news, and we're going to start with TV. Television! Seth, it's been a couple weeks, and I don't want to have the people waiting any longer, because I'm getting emails and texts left and right. When the fuck is Seth coming back with the TV corner? Your data plan is running out. It is. They're spinning up all my... I'm getting charged extra by Verizon, because you won't do a fucking TV corner. And now, here we are back with another one. And because the people have been clamoring for it, we were front-loading the show with it. That's a my TV corner. Let's stop all the stop all the suspense. Just just tell us what you watched. All right, so I got a TV corner and a couple of TV discussions. So TV corner, I have. I think I meant. Did I mention the last episode about Fear the Walking Dead? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I would do Fear the Walking Dead, but I this, this show's not worth discussing. So <laughs> that's the quickest TV corner that's <laughs> um, ever existed. It's just not. It sucks. That's okay. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, the only thing that might save it is next season they might do a crossover. Um, oh God. Talk about desperate. Uh, well, so it's not going to be a full crossover. So um, the show, the season ended with them going to Houston, which also is mentioned where Abraham, who got his brains bashed in by Negan last season, because the show takes place a couple years before Normal Walking Dead. So Abraham might be in it. So cool. Anyway, TV Corner is actually for Room 104, which is that anthology series on the Hobo Network. That's HBO. <laughs> Wait, we can't. This is the TV section. Yeah. It's not TV, it's HBO. Hey, now. Welcome to Sess HBO Corner. This <laughs> oh. week, the topic is Room 104. Mm-hmm. All right, have at it. What'd you think? Um, All right, so people who haven't watched this show, which seems like a lot of people haven't, if, according to TV Time, not many people have watched it. It tells me how people watch it. It's cool. Um, anyway, so this is an anthology series. Um, what I mean by that is, and I think we talked about this a little bit, but. Um, each episode takes place in by itself, so none of them inter- interlap other than the fact that they all take place in this motel room, room 104. Um, so this show had a cool variety of like, it was basically, it was genre bending, so there was some humor, you know, humorous filled episodes, there were some horror ones, or some thriller, suspense, things like that, um, all made... They're all directed by different people. I think most of the writing was done by Mark and Jay Duplass. Um, if you don't know them, Mark was Mark Duplass from The League. Yep. Um, also made the movie uh, The One The One, the I, one love, I Love, which is amazing. Oh, man. Um, and then his brother Jay was actually acted in one episode. But the show overall, there were some episodes that really hit. Some episodes kind of missed. Um, but it's, it's definitely worth checking out just because they try. They, they, it's not... Because they can do different different things with every episode and make a different different uh, you know genres, it's 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 definitely like a like a experimental piece, almost like a passion project for Jay and Mark Duplass because they can do whatever the hell they want for these episodes. Um, so some of the the cool ones, um, there was one episode uh, of this the show that was one of my favorite episodes of TV, sing- singular episodes of TV I've ever watched. Um, and it was like really, it, it kind of hits you deep. Um, this guy, he was, he's kind of had a rocky relationship with his wife and he's in room 104. He's obviously drinking, he's drunk and stuff. And he's like looking at his laptop quite a bit. And 
all of a sudden he's sitting there and he hears someone in his, he hears in his bathroom and he's kind of act like almost like he's talking to himself and then all pops his best friend in the bathroom um and the that you can tell the guy's kind of fucked up just like very sad and depressed and he he's talking with this friend who keeps appearing appearing and then disappearing like over and over again um it's it's just really it's it's strange obviously he's talking to like a ghost um but he's dealing with talking about like him and his wife's problems and also like his depression with him and this friend it's really good um it's it's really deep one of my favorite like i said favorite 30 minutes of tv ever um the show had a ton of random actors to show up so um, that atypical show that I talked about on Netflix, a lead actor, uh, Kira Gilchrist showed up, Clark Duke from Hot Tub Time Machine, um, James Vanderbeek showed up, Orlando Jones, Nat Wolf, just some random smaller actors. Wait, um, hold on. Former Naked Brothers band member, favorite, Nat Wolf? Fa- former Naked Brothers band, <laughs> the older brother. <laughs> uh, um, Wait, I have to ask, was he naked in the show? He was not naked, no. <sighs> he was, he did play a, uh, a, a, a Mormon who experimented experimented with uh, sex with another guy? Oh, yeah, that was Jesus. That, don't like that. That was interesting. Uh, that was a good episode, actually. That was one of the good ones. Um, I would say, like, so there's 12 episodes, all that range from about 30 minutes to 22 minutes in that range. So it's it, it's pretty easy. Like, some of it's pretty easy to watch. Some of it's not. You walked in on an episode. Oh my god! <laughs> one time. I don't know what the hell. It, maybe you can explain it. I don't, maybe it's a spoiler or whatever. Um, but this, it was so. This one I would say skip. Um, and I'll spoil it, but a little bit. Um, so he walked in towards the tail end of it. Orlando Jones plays like this weird priest type guy, like a weird religion where he's, this girl is like devoting herself to this religion and she's paid a ton. She's paid like four or five grand, I think, um, to this religion. And so he like, will sit her down in a chair, turn the lights all like purple and stuff and like rub her head and like rubber body and stuff and there'll be these um videotapes that play with like he's the creator of this religion and it keeps getting weirder and weirder as it goes on like the lights are flickering and stuff like that and then it gets to the point where he's like you have to do this ritual now like in order to feel this you have to do this ritual and he pulls out this giant long like four to five foot skinny little pole that he shoves up her nose and he's like lobotomizing her basically and while while he's doing this so she talks about how she has a fear be- of penises she tells the story of how like when she was young um this guy took her back to the woods and want like i think it was someone her age was like i want you to touch my penis and her mom her whole life was like you, you don't touch penises never touch penises good advice <laughs> and so she he this guy showed her his penis this little boy and she like smashed it like a, she smashed it like a board or something like that. Oh no! <laughs> and then ran away. So this whole time she's had fear of penises, and so, like literally in this, while she's getting lobotomized, it keeps flashing like Orlando Jones is on the screen, and then all of a sudden like the main guy's on the screen, and there's a fucking dick on the screen, and it keeps flashing over and over again, and that's what you walked in on where there's dicks yeah. and they're screaming, like she's screaming and he's screaming, and there's dicks and it's it's like this weird, like hodgepodge of images, and then like Orlando Jones finally sticks it up in her head and. And then the episode ends. So, weird, right? Skip that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll say. So, yeah. there's, I don't know, let me, let me see if I can pull the titles up real quick. Because there's like five, like, probably seven of them that I would say definitely watch. And then the rest of them you can kind of skip. Let me pull that up real quick. Maybe if that's what you're into, pull up that, just the end of that episode, late at night. <laughs> Before you go to bed, you can 
get ready for bed, so to speak, with a bunch of dicks and screaming. Yeah, that don't watch that one. Um, <laughs> so Ralphie is the first one. That's like a horror type vibe. Um, definitely check that one out. That one was one of my favorites. Um, Pizza Boy was the next one. Uh, that has Clark Duke in it. That kind of had a mix of horror and thriller in it, which is pretty. And it has a cool twist at the end. So, um, I the one I love is called "I Knew You Weren't Dead." So uh, that's the one with the dude. Check that out. The internet. Um, it has that one's the first comedic one, um, where this this uh, this uh, like Middle Eastern type guy. Um, he it's like takes place in the probably the late 90s where internet was just starting to come out and he's like a screenwriter or no he's a he's a he's a novelist he writes books and he and he left his laptop at home and he's trying to get his mom to email um the the link to him so he can go to his a a meeting about the book and he's just arguing with her back and forth and she's just like you stop doing this stop (laughs) yelling at me (laughs) Uh, it's it's pretty funny i've had that exact experience with my mother before except for the accent it was a different accent yeah, <laughs> you can skip the next one, which is called Voyeurs. It's a no, it's like a weird dancing one, but it's like, it's this woman is dancing with her old version of herself. It's really weird. It's like it, you think it's like an arty type thing, but it's just too weird to be arty. Mm-hmm. Um, the Missionaries is the one with Nat Wolf. That one's pretty good. You can skip Phoenix, which is the next one after that. That one is kind of like an old timey fifties thing. It wasn't very good. Boris, um, this th- that one's actually pretty good. This this uh, med- uh, he's Russian. He's a Russian guy. He's a tennis player. Um, he um, he's dealing with. He grew up. He he's pretty famous, pretty young, and he does like steroids and stuff. And there's a nice interaction with the maid that he has. It's kind of cool. Um, Red Tent has the atypical kid in it. Um, he's kind of like he's a he's planning a, to bomb a, a like a political convention. And he's kind of dealing with that, which is really good. Um, the fight is an interesting one, which is the second to last episode. Two MMA fighters are um, staying in the same in that same motel complex the night before a fight, and they both realize they're making no money, so they plan to fix the fight. And they're they're acting out the fight in the hotel room, which, huh. which is really cool, and it kind of gets heated. And then the last one, my love, um, is about this old couple who are celebrating like their seventy something anniversary and um it's just kind of a it's nice but also kind of a sad like story with those two so it's cool huh so there's probably there's i mean there's a good majority of them like three i wouldn't i would say skip three or four i'd say skip but but more hits than misses yeah for sure so it it being an anthology so i think of like black mirror and um the twilight zone i think are the ones most people are going to think of and they all have even though they're all directed by different people and they're different stories, they all have kind of a similar vibe, mm-hmm. at least. So does this, like, if you watch one episode and then the next, are they shot similarly? Is, like, the mood um, relative? Or are, they com- or are they completely standalone? I mean, you can tell it's the... It, what's cool about it, because it takes place in different time periods, um, so the room will change. Like, it's mm-hmm. still... There's still the two beds, there's still a TV, there's still the bathroom. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it's... It, it's so the, some of the camera's different just because it takes place in different time periods, too, but... It's, Sounds pretty cool. It's pretty neat. It's cool to see the room change and like, because like for the first few episodes you don't see inside the bathroom and then you finally see inside the bathroom and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. So this gets a, a mostly recommend for you. Yeah, other than I would say check out episodes. certain episodes. Yeah. And honestly, what I was what I was just going through that I was just looking at IMDb for the episode list there for that, and um, they all had like star ratings on IMDb and they held pretty true. Um, 
So if you just follow that, you could you you'll get the best ones. Well, good deal. I know that's one that I'm gonna try. I love the anthology thing. So yeah, that's something I'm gonna have to check out, and especially it being a half an hour. Yeah. it's right up my alley. So I'll jump on that sometime soon. Um, anything else on Room One Hundred Four? No, good on that. All right. Well, um, like we said, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Everything is coming back. I know you had a couple uh, series or season premieres over yeah. the last week. If you are not caught up with the shows from CW from last season, there's going to be some light spoilers here. So just a heads up in case you don't know how the previous seasons ended. Uh, what, what's what's new? I know we got superhero stuff. Yeah, so I'll talk about first about that, and then I'll talk about my favorite, which is Mr. Robot. Um, so the CW shows, um, so that's what I consider those, um, the superhero ones, uh, Supergirl, Flash, Legends, Tomorrow, and Arrow. So all three, of the, all four of those premiered this week. Um, looking back, I don't. I mean, I don't have anything super specific on all those. Um, they all were kind of underwhelming for me. Um, my favorite is actually probably Arrow. Um, they. So this is the first time they that they're. It's been now. This is the sixth year since he's been. The show's been on, so it's past the five years on the island thing. Um, the season ended last season with all like all the characters on the island and it got blown up that's right yeah and so the flashbacks this time around were showing how we've gotten to the point it zooms five months later from that moment and you see who's still alive who's not what's happened to everyone and that's what they use the flashbacks for which is pretty cool we don't know who the main villain really is yet um for this season so that'll be an interesting development this first episode is kind of a catch-up which was nice um oliver's now dealing with the, per- one, the only person who's really dead, so there's one person who's dead is Oliver's baby mama because he's, he's got a son, William, who was on the ship with him last season where basically what happened is the main villain from last season, um, Adrian is his name, he rigged it up to where if he if his heartbeat stopped, the island would blow up. Well, he ended up shooting himself. He had um, William, uh, Oliver's son, in his arms. He shot himself. Now, William's kind of messed up from that. Um, he's messed up from that. He also blames Oliver for his mom dying because she was on the island and blew up. So that, that was kind of interesting development. Um, seeing almost everyone got kind of some upgrades with their suits and stuff now because now they're like a real solid team. That's pretty cool. Um, Felicity and Oliver kind of got a thing going again, so they'll, they'll end up getting back together. Um, overall, that was a pretty solid, pretty solid premiere. Um, otherwise, though, like The Flash, um, they brought him back from like the Speed Force and he didn't remember things. What brought him back was that, of course, Iris is in danger, and he remembers everything again. So, that was kind of corny. Um, he's got a new suit, though, which is cool. <laughs> um, and then, like, Caitlyn, who's uh, Killer Frost, is now Caitlyn again. But she's also kind of got some Killer Frost in her, and she's going back and forth on that, which is kind of dumb. She's, like, into some dirty, skeezy stuff, too. Mm. Not, like, sex stuff. Aww. Um I don't know that that show. I I hope it recovers. And again, we don't really know who the main villain is for that one. We don't really, actually, for all of them, don't really know who the main villains are yet. Um, Supergirl was okay. She's kind of recovering from her boyfriend having to leave the planet last season, so she's all sad about that because she had to choose to make him leave, and she feels responsible for it, and blah blah blah. Um, so that was the whole episode. Is like I don't feel good because I'm really sad about him being gone, and blah blah blah. So she's recovering from that. That was stupid. And then uh, Legends of Tomorrow, um, the end of last season, there was like, they they won, but then when they came back to their time in 2017, like, there was people from all over different times in, in Star City. 
Um, so there was like dinosaurs and Julius Caesar's there, and what the cause, hell? Because they screwed up everything. It's like Bill and Ted. Like they they win and then they screwed up everything. So then, um, that's where the last season ended, and then it comes back and Rip Hunter, who is the main guy from the f- first couple seasons, um, he's now created this like time bureau thing, where he's like kind of like the because the original time force thing people are they turn out to be corrupted, and so there wasn't anyone ruling time mm. last season. And so now he's kind of doing that. He took it in place of that. So he's kind of got these cool, like, he can full, throw up, like, this force field, and then, like, it's like an automatic time portal. You can mm. push him through. I think the, uh, Legends of Tomorrow has been pretty solid for me. They have, their character development is pretty cool. Um, like, they've all got their place now. Like, Mick, who is the heat wave guy, still, like, sarcastic. And he's a comedic relief and stuff like that. Um, Sarah's the leader. Ray Palmer's kind of, like, the dorky yet, like, lovable guy. Um, they got this guy who's made of, like, steel. He can turn himself into steel. He's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. That show's pretty solid. It's not amazing, but it's 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 definitely the campiest of all of them, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of fun. It's just fun. You don't take that one seriously. Yeah. But Arrow's probably my favorite. It, it's, it definitely carried from last season, because the last four or five episodes of last season were really good, and it's kind of carried over. So Gotham, though, is still the best one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best superhero show, easily, by far. Well, um... <laughs> well, we'll save some Gotham talk for when the season ends because we've talked a lot about Gotham yeah, already. Yeah, I'll keep talking about it. But it sounds like the CW show is pretty much picking up where they left off. A lot of people have jumped off of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It doesn't sound like anything is changing folks' mind and bringing them back at this mm-hmm. point. If you're into them, you're into them. If you're not, you're people. Not. So, a lot of people still watch The Flash. Like that's on the TV time thing. That's the most watched show I have on there mm-hmm. by a lot. Um, all right, so that's all about the CW shows. I know one of the big shows you've been waiting on finally came back <laughs> oh, out, yeah. Mr. Robot on Mr. USA, Robot. right? Yeah, yep, yep. Um, wow, that show is amazing. <laughs> I love Mr. Robot so much. Um, so probably a little bit of spoilery stuff. Well, you probably never watch it, will you? Um, so a little bit of spoilery stuff for Mr. Robot. Uh, so the season premiere was last week, last Wednesday. Hold and- on a second. Before you get into spoilers, uh-huh. um, I know you're a huge, huge fan of the show and you think everyone should watch it. Uh-huh. Give me like a 30 second or one minute pitch of like why someone should watch this show. It's Honestly, though, it's not for everyone. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I can't I can't honestly say everyone should watch it because it is pretty mind trippy at times. Um, and it's, it is kind of like the second season is kind of hard to follow a little bit because uh, you do have to pay attention because it'll come back sometimes and, and there's a little details. Like they throw so many details in there. Um, but it, it, it is a good, like, makes-you-think show and, and psychological show. Um, performances are outstanding. Christian Slater, Rami Malek, both have been nominated in the past. Both are out, still outstanding in the show. Supporting cast is great. Um, and it's it's written insanely well. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's just a cool, like, it, they throw it like they actually talk to people who are in hacking and, and make sure stuff is really accurate. And um, they, they cur- throw in current events. Like, they last season they threw in, like, a a dub of Barack Obama talking about the show and the yeah. same thing they did it with Trump this episode. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool show. Um, so the, I know it's what people, a lot of folks are really excited about it yeah. and really like it. And I've not tried it, but maybe I will. Probably I won't. It doesn't sound like my bag. I've heard <laughs> you talk about it before, but that said, yeah. Uh, let's jump into talking about this, the season premiere. This is obviously going to contain spoilers. Little, I'll do a little, I'm not going to spoil everything. I okay. just, I'll, I'll do a little spoilers for those who, just to kind of talk about where the story's going. So, the end of last season, um, Robbie Malik's character, um, Elliot, slash Mr. Robot, um, 
he's created this um, basically program that would blow up his main adversary called Evil Corp or E Corp. He calls it Evil Corp. Um, because he wants them to go away because they, they are controlling like everything in, in this world. Um, they control money because they have e-coin. They're controlling, you know, like clothes or like education, all this stuff. And he's, he doesn't want them to control the world basically. Um, so that's where this picks off. He got shot in the stomach at the end of last season. Um, and now like he's, he's been out for several weeks. I think he's been knocked out for several weeks. And so he's kind of picking up where this world is, is kind of in, in like a weird, weird state right now. Cause it's not, he didn't get all the way through with his plan, but he got pretty close. So that's kind of where I pick up now. I don't, again, I don't want to go in too much cause I do want people to, I do, I would like people to watch the show cause it's, it's good and I want it to continue. Um, but just kind of some main points. Rami Malek is still awesome in this show. Uh, if any of you have seen like Dexter before, he's kind of got a mix of like a Dexter vibe where he does a lot of voiceover and internal monologuing. Um, he brings the the viewer into the show. He, he always asks like, are you still there? And things like that, which is really cool. Um, his voiceover is my favorite voiceover type stuff that's ever been used. Even better in House of Cards? Better in House of Cards, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, House of Cards is different, though, because he talks directly to you. The uh, voiceover is different. He doesn't talk directly to the screen ever. Ah, uh, okay. So but it's still a cool device. So the overall villain now like that we kind of figured out is this group called the Dark Army, and they're a group of like hackers and um, just kind of overall skeezy people. Um, they're, they have kind of come to the front light of being like the the controlling force in this world. Um, they have more power than E-Corp could ever dream of having. And like Elliot is like very scared of this group. Um, and so he's been kind of controlled by them. So it'll be interesting to see um, where this goes with them and, and how he can kind of get out under this control. Because, I mean, they could get him. They could kill him at any second. So he, he's afraid of that. But he's also working for them too. And so it's this weird back and forth. There's some... You don't know at all times whether what he's seeing is is real or if it's not type of thing. Um, and I, again, I don't want to go into into too much, but it, the show makes you think a lot. Now they're kind of introducing some some almost time travel type elements into it. Um, there's this big the the season the before the credits they like panned out and there's the this uh, dark army people. They're in this big like like machine looking thing and it looks very futuristic they haven't explained it at all yet but there's like like tunnels and stuff involved in it and then um elliot's friend uh, angela he's the girl he's kind of got the hats for he keeps trying to kiss her um she's involved in this there's a, like a big twist at the end of the scene. she's involved in kind of all this with the e- evil corp and everything and she mentions like what if we could just turn all this back i have a way to do this so Again, they haven't explained it. They just kind of threw a little nugget in there. Um, there might be some sci-fi elements involved with this because, and it wouldn't surprise. Like it doesn't. It wouldn't seem out of place. That might seem out of place. It doesn't because of how, without going into spoilers, how the, just the way that, things have gone with Elliot's mind and, how this world has worked so far. So I don't know. It's cool. Hmm. It's really cool. Um, but it, it's hard to tell. I mean, it's really hard to tell if Elliot is. Maybe maybe he's imagining this. Maybe this is he's becoming more crazy, or if he's becoming more actually it, like sane. Maybe he's you know this is all all actually real. So I don't know. It's it's really cool. It's super mind trippy. Performances are outstanding. 
the way they weave the writing in and out is is really cool it's one of my favorite shows and they drop a lot of fucks in there which is like there was there was a there was a a monologue that he had elliot had that was a probably four or five minute monologue um of he dropped like probably five or six fucks and this is like 9 p.m wednesday on usa that nice. he's doing a list so it's it's cool they they keep pushing the envelope with stuff like that so damn yeah this is this show sounds freaking intense it's awesome and um gosh i don't know it's one of those that i i've been like okay i should watch it now i don't want to and mm-hmm. then i should and then i don't um i don't know maybe i will at some point we'll there's, see there's multiple like when you're watching it like oh shit mm-hmm. like that type of stuff where you're just like didn't see that coming yeah it's it's really cool very cool we've said it before man usa is trying to step its game up mm-hmm. right the center over the summer yeah um, they have that damnation show that we there's some trailers for it looks interesting yeah, yeah. it's with all the women the yeah. women and they're shooting hella guns and stuff <laughs> hella guns <laughs> not like hella guns like on planes but <laughs> regular land guns but yeah. just a lot of them yeah movies all right let's get over into movies got a little bit of news couple of quick reviews that we're gonna do as well uh, I think the biggest piece of news this week uh, has been a couple of trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, these still are trailers that I have not seen, yeah. not watched. Uh, I think you've seen them. Yep. Though, so let us know what's up. Uh, how much ex- how much we- excitement changed from seeing them? But don't spoil anything. You did watch the new Mutants trailer. I did watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about that. Kind of go back and forth on this a little bit. Um, <clears throat> new Mutants trailer, which is probably my well, I don't know. Black Panther is so good too. Um, anyway, new Mutants trailer, which is cool. Um, if you haven't seen this, definitely check this out. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's the first trailer for something and we Mm -hmm. don't know a whole lot. I'm down on the X-Men franchise as a whole. I have no interest or had no interest before seeing this. Um, but this is, they're trying, at least with the X-Men franchise and, you know, the overarching universe in in general, they're trying different things, Mm -hmm. which is, that's all I can really ask. I mean, like Logan was a gritty, you know, like Western type movie. Deadpool is the rated R comedy slash action and the new new mutants is uh it's a horror movie it looks like yeah um and, and a it, good one yeah it looks, it looks pretty, <laughs> pretty messed up um there's some like just w- with like the faces that are going through walls and like the f- the the dryer that's on fire with the hand in it um jared had a really good trailer review for that so check that out that's hilarious um it's just a cool vibe i, I really i'm actually like this is one i'm really interested like the dark phoenix thing they're doing i don't care just whatever like we'll have to see it just to see it mm-hmm. but i'm not excited but i'm excited to see this new and i don't even like horror movies but it's cool what my my, my thoughts are that it's going to be like these kids are in like the, the the mansion and they are being like haunted or tested until they their abilities are brought full out that's what my thought is what's going to happen in this. Uh, so they're being tested until they become full you know x-men or whatever um yeah, I'm excited for this. It's got this cool, um, it. They're in like an asylum. It kind yeah. of seems, or some sort of hospital, and all of the they're all young kids who are mutants, and none of them seem to be able to control their powers, mm-hmm. or at least that's kind of what it tells you. Yeah. But the whole thing is it. It's not an X Men movie that is scary. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like it's a horror movie that just happens to have the X Men. Yeah. So that's what I think is really cool, and that's where I think they need to be going. Yeah. To make the X Men cool again, and it just has the cast is pretty good. Yeah. Um, one of Stranger the Things boy. I'm really excited to see the guy from Stranger Things. Um, he's been in a couple of things that I've really liked, and it just looks like a solid scary movie. Um, and 
this is a trailer. This gets my thumb up stamp of approval. Yeah. You can watch it and you won't have any spoilers or anything yep. like that. It'd be in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, check that one out. I think people are going to be really excited about New yeah. Mutants and we're definitely going to check it out. I For think. sure. So the other one, and this was a second trailer, mm-hmm. so possibly a little more plot spoiler type things, but we're going to avoid those because I haven't seen this yeah. one. But Black Panther. Yeah. Which I don't need a trailer to get excited for Black yeah. Panther. Well, if you saw this trailer, you'd be more excited. <laughs> um, so Black Panther is the second trailer. Um, honestly, not much in the way of plot. I still don't know. I mean, the obvious plot, and you knew this from the first one. He's, you know, he's he's the king of Wakanda, and he's kind of he's he's new. We we know from Civil War that he's new at it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it. Just seems like he's being challenged by basically Michael B. Jordan and and uh, you, you the Claw guy. Is yeah. it you, Ulysses, Ulysses S. Claus. Yeah. Um, S. Claw. I don't think it's S. No, that's I the, think that's it's the just president. Ulysses Claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did a nice job of not giving away too much of the story, and I'm glad because I don't, a, I don't really know the backstory of Black Panther, so I'm excited to see that going in. But the the action in this trailer leads me to believe this will be the best action in a Marvel movie that's ever existed. Nice. Um, there's just some really cool, like, he's coming out of a plane in this one, like, jumping down off of a plane, he's... On, on, which apparently his like main power is like attacking cars because he's doing that in in Civil War and he's doing it in this trailer. He attacked like three cars in this trailer, um, but he's got the claws and everything like that. Again, Jared had a good trailer reaction for this one. He he had a claw pun, which I appreciated. Um, you get to see more of the suit in this one. Um, the suit is has you know has more functions. They're very technologically advanced, and you know this from going in already. But the suit kind of has more functions to it, which again I won't like really spoil anything for you. But you kind of see like it's doing different like, almost like there's like this purple like you can hologram looking type stuff going through it, which is cool. Huh. Um, Michael B. Jordan, um, you get to see his suit as well. He looks like the Gold Power Ranger, uh, which is cool. Um, but he's looking jacked for this movie. Like he's looking bigger than he did in Creed. He's looking like. Ugh, like Damn. huge, um, so I'm, I'm excited to see him as as the villain. Um, yeah, you just the, really the only story is Chadwick Boseman is new at being the king and he's being pushed around a little bit. Um, but yeah, it has a new vibe to it. It has it has more of a, like one of the more serious tones from the trailer. Um, it has the action hopefully isn't going to be a bunch of cuts away <laughs> like the other ones. Hopefully it has more of a DC type action look to it. So we'll see. I, I'm excited. Oh man, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Black Panther later, but. Oh man, I'm so excited for Black Panther because it's, I, I could tell from the first trailer that um, it's not, how do I say this? Um, it's got, it's, it looks like it's been influenced by black people. It looks like it was made by black people. All of the cast is yeah. pretty much black. And there's like, the music is just right and it looks like the tone and mood mm-hmm. are just right. It doesn't look like a bunch of white people made a movie about a bunch of black people. Right. And uh, that's what I'm excited for. And again, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Couple other, uh, one other big piece of movie news. We got a title today for the new Han Solo spinoff. Are you ready for this? It's gonna blow your mind. Is it called Chewbacca? No, it's oh. called Solo. Oh, okay. A Star Wars story. Okay. I bet you didn't see that. Coming. It sounds like. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my love life. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make that one for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, along with the title coming out, Ron Howard announced today that they've finished uh, principal production, principal photography um, for this one. So that one's uh, set to come out next year, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I'm not that charged up for a solo myself, yeah. but it's cool to see that it's getting done, and we're gonna get more Star Wars, which is that's good for me. Honestly, I'm more excited for uh, Donald Glover to be. Oh, the Lando. <laughs> yeah, Lando. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty. He, sweet. He'll be a good Lando. So probably we'll get a, some sort of trailer for that, maybe even with uh, with Last Jedi. Could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we went to a couple movies over the weekend. Um, the first one we went to together, Jackie Chan's new movie, The Foreigner. Rush Hour Four. Rush Hour 4. Well, three and a half, because this doesn't have Chris Tucker. Sorry, spoilers. This doesn't include Chris Tucker. Yeah, if you're expecting Chris Tucker. (laughs) We'll talk just briefly about The Foreigner and keep Uh it kind of spoiler-free. I thought this was an all right right movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's nothing to write home about. Nothing to ride home about? (laughs) It's nothing to ride home about. We tried. (laughs) We tried riding home, but I fucked up the footage. Yeah, you suck. You suck! So no no video for it, but um, it was a nice little movie. I think that if you wanted to see this, you're going to go. Mm-hmm. If you didn't want to go see it, there's no reason for you yep. to. Um, it's, I'll tell you this. It's a little bit smarter than it des- than it deserved to be. Um, we went in expecting just some dumbass action and mm-hmm. some Jackie Chan jokes. But there's an actual plot to this movie that's yeah. kind of interesting. Um, a couple good performances. I liked Pierce Brosnan in this. One of the things that was kind of tricky, a lot of the characters are Irish and yeah. British. A little tough to understand the accents. Yeah, there's there's a scene, and I I actually thought Pierce Brosnan's accent was not good. You didn't like it? No, because he got like too much, like eh, like he got too much going in there. From uh, Ireland. Yeah, he like almost too much. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where him and Jackie Chan are going back and forth talking, and it was like probably five to ten minute scene. I didn't understand a word they were saying. <laughs> it's like just get to the action, please. Yep. That said, the action in this was pretty sweet. Yeah. There there was a few really good fight scenes with Jackie. Jackie Chan can still fight. And uh, he yeah. showed it. He showed it in this one. Holy and he cow. still got abs. <laughs> he beat the holy shit out of a bunch of guys who were about yeah. 30 years younger than him. So it was tight. It's a nice little movie. Like I said, if you if you were already going to go see this, do. Um, if you weren't, you can pass. Um, kind of middle of the road. I thought it was a fun movie going experience, though. Kind of really good to see Jackie Chan again. Makes me hopeful for the Rush Hour 4. I'm hoping they get that back out. We can, can see him back on that. Uh, one other quickie movie review. Uh, you went to this. I don't know if it's gonna be quick because this... <laughs> no one has ever heard of this movie uh, until I I didn't hear about it until. So I, I have a week off right now, so I'm doing a lot of <laughs> a lot of movie and TV watching. And so one of the things I was decided like deciding to do was go to a go to some movies and seeing. I love to see if there's any indie movies playing. This is definitely an indie movie. Um, it's called Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine. I so f- funny story. Um, I saw this. I saw that it was playing across the street at our, our local theater, uh, one showing a day, and so I went to it. I'll talk about it. But when I got out of the theater, I was just kind of like trying to read stuff about this to kind of get this through my head, like what I just saw. Um, and it realized it was all video on demand, <laughs> so I didn't have to go to the theater. <laughs> um, it, but uh, it had a really limited theater release. Um, but anyway, yeah, crazy. Brawl and Cell Block 99, Vince Vaughn. Hoofta. <laughs> I've gotten the, the, the super quickie review, yeah. so I'm excited to hear more about this because it sounds freaking nuts. I'm just going to read off what I wrote because I, I had to get something out of my head after seeing this movie, so I'm going to read like everything I wrote down. <laughs> so going into this, I watched, so I saw this was playing, I saw Vince Vaughn, and I saw it had like 90, at the time they had a 98, 98% in Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm like, okay, this got a good review. Looks like kind of a gritty, you know, indie action type movie. It's at it's about 90, 95% right now. So still, I mean, getting crazy good reviews. Um, so I saw the trailer and 
I didn't know really what to expect going in from the trailer. I just knew he was going to beat the living piss out of a car. <laughs> and he in the first five minutes, he did that. So watch the trailer, and you'll get what I'm talking about. He dismantles a car with his bare hands. Um, punches through a window, rips a car hood off, punches through a light, rip, just destroys his car. The next point I had was, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Um, this is one of the most brutal movies in terms of action I've ever seen. Not just in a long time, but in my life. Like <laughs> some of the, some of the the fighting, like the hand to hand combat in this movie is some of the most real hand to hand combat I've seen. But even to the point where, like, there's some guys who are you know like more skilled at fighting. Vince Va- Vince Vaughn just comes in there and he'll like dodge some punches and punch a guy straight in the face, and you feel it when he does it um he'll also like he'll take some punches and he'll just like react with no basically no reaction he plays a very very just like stoic character just very doesn't react to much um even when he's getting beat on he'll just have the same reaction he'll have some he'll have some funny moments so like think of vince vaughn and and dodgeball how his humor is in that like he's very dry but he'll still like kind of have a little smile smirk and he'll wink every once in a while he will not do that in this movie he just like gives his gives his line gives his gives his little joke his one-liner and then they'll like punch him in the face or kick him in the balls or whatever there isn't so much humor so it is a very serious tone movie like it's it has some real messed up things going on and it has some some kind of sad moments but the humor is put in there in places that it's it's breaks the tension and it's good for because if if it was if there's no humor in this you're not going to feel good at all (laughs) but there's some really funny one-liners so um he's he's a vince vaughn is outstanding in this movie um playing that stoic character with with the humor he's he's very he's a super likable guy but he still also does not good things you know he'll he kills people in this movie he runs drugs for people but he's doing it for his family he's doing it for jennifer carpenter who played deb on um dexter second dexter reference tonight um so he's he's doing it for for her he's doing it for his child that's going to be born um he's trying to do good for his family so you you feel bad for him because he's put in the spot he gets fired from his job that he's trying to do legitimately but this is the only way he can make money because he's got a kid coming up so um you want him to every time he's getting hit in the face you're like come on man (laughs) hit hit him back don't take that so it's it's a trek um so there's there's him there's Jennifer Carpenter also Don Johnson shows up towards the end nice. he plays like a real skeezy warden who has like no regard for human life at all like the the inmates to him are pieces of garbage he even says like we won't have we're not like he says we're not like those pussies at the other prison that he's in we will shoot you for anything you do damn um whoofta though this 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 film is is like I said it's brutal I mean some a lot of people aren't gonna be able to watch this movie. Like, you could, the first hour of this movie, you would not realize that it's going to be as brutal as it is. But once you get to the point where he has to make decisions for his family in order for them to survive and 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 uh, live out their lives, like, it gets brutal. The action, the, the effects in this movie, it's, whew, it is nuts. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, though, because, like, I don't want to say exactly what's nuts. Because for people who like these type of movies, 100% watch this movie. Like, it's... For people who like the fighting, who like the action, who like still that grit and the kind of like the the like the Revenant is a good example. Like ah, okay. he's in the Revenant, he's just keeps pushing on and pushing on and pushing on. It's a story of uh, uh, what's that word I'm trying to think of? Story of 
Perseverance? Perseverance. I was thinking perspiration. <laughs> that too. Yeah, he, he does definitely perspire in this movie. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a story of perseverance. And the whole time you're sitting there like, just keep going, man. Keep keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. And you lose yourself in that. Like, I lost myself in that. I didn't, for me, like especially with someone who I've seen in a ton of movies. Vince Vaughn, I've seen in a ton of movies and shows and things like that. Um, it's hard for me to separate Vince Vaughn from the character mm-hmm. sometimes, like when I'm, it's a known character. But pretty quickly in this one, I'm like, this guy, his name's Bradley. This is Bradley. This ain't Vince Vaughn anymore. And and he does shave his head, so he doesn't look exactly like Vince Vaughn, but you can still tell, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose lose that pretty quick, and he's, you know, you root for this guy. You know, yeah. he, it's it's whew, it's intense. Um, <laughs> but it's it's great. I mean, he has a great performance. The action is some of the best. Not only of like this year, but that I've ever seen in terms of just the fighting, not like the you know shooting, but the fighting and the hand-to-hand combat. You feel every single punch, and it's kind of like Batman and Batman vs Superman. Like the the you hear the thuds even more so because they don't like sit there and do quick punch. Mm-hmm. Like he's, bam and then wham, wham. You know, like the the punch you hear every single one. Um, I like when that's the case because then you take getting punched in the face is yeah. serious shit. And you feel that in a yeah. movie that takes it seriously. Well, it, the crazy thing was Vince Vaughn, when he's taking these punches, he doesn't react to them. Like, he'll take them and boom, he'll, like, move his head and stuff. But he won't be like, ah, mm-hmm. because he's just so, he just keeps fighting. You know, he he's, keeps wanting to go forward. So he doesn't react. He just takes it, throws one of one of his own. Ugh. It's crazy. Um, if you can handle the gore, and it, it does get really gory, <laughs> um, definitely check this movie out for sure. Um, if you can handle that gore, I recommend this wholeheartedly. It's I walk I don't walk out of the theater very often. Like the last time I really walked out of the theater feeling like oof was Manchester by the Sea. This one had that similar feeling in different ways, but it's 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 good. It's real good. Uh, I might have to check. I'm kind of a pansy when it comes to that. Yeah, that just brutality. <laughs> and I've heard a little some of the stuff you're leaving out. I you told yeah. me a little bit uh, before we came yeah. on and. There's some gnarly shit yeah. in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to check it out and see a really good Vince Vaughn performance, but I don't know. I, it, the jury's out for me. Maybe I'll yeah. check it out because I know you, you liked this one a lot. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I actually, when when I went, because we, we, even in The Foreigner, there were some parts where it was like, oh, you yeah. know, and, and I, I met when I was sitting in the theater, by, I want this by myself. Uh, when I saw, there's me and one other dude in there. Um, when I, I imagine it's like, I know how Cody would react during this. And you'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. and, and there's somewhere you'd probably like, you might barf. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, still want you, I still want you to watch it, though. I probably will at some point. I'll have to check that one out. <laughs> me and the other guy walked out. I didn't say a word to him at all. Like, he kind of sat further away from me. And we, we both walked out at similar times, though, and just looked at each other and, and just kind of, like, gave one of those, like, looks and smiled just because, like, we had a like had no idea what we just watched, and b that was, like we were both like that's fucked up, right? Like that's that's the look we get. We had a whole conversation without saying a word. Nice, sounds romantic. Almost. <clears throat> yeah, we held hands. Uh, well, that's Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. See if you can find it on video on demand. Uh, you can. It's on Vudu. It's on Vudu. All right. I think it's like seven bucks to rent it because it's newer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's worth seven dollars. I mean, it was worth the zero dollars I paid because of Movie Pass. Ding. But <laughs> that's a quarter for us. Yeah. Well, check that one out if you can handle it. Yeah. Uh, One other real small bit of movie news that I just want to hit real quick. Spider-Man Homecoming out on DVD now and 4K Blu-ray, which we bought. Seth bought. Yeah. Uh, Check it out. Spider-Man's really great. And we loved it. Sucks. 
go check it out. Actually, it was our very first ride home. Yeah. Was from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. So don't forget to go check that out, as always, on Jared's channel, where you're going to find all of our rides home and all of uh, Jared's movie and trailer reviews. He's been busy still last couple weeks. Uh, a couple new movie uh, reviews and he, all trailer these new trailers reactions. that we've talked yeah. about. You can see him react to those. So don't forget to go check out the channel over on YouTube. Video games! Let's jump over. We've got some quick hit news out of video games. Um, really just one thing. And uh, that's the new South Park game came out today. The Fractured Butthole. The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> this is, uh, I guess, kind of a sequel to... Um, this is, I guess, kind of a sequel to the Stick of Truth that came out a few weeks, a few years ago, which was really fun. Yeah, it's kind of an RPG, kind of turn-based fighting thing, mm -hmm. and it's really, really funny. <laughs> Everything that happens in there is hilarious yeah. and well thought out. The jokes, like in the first game, um, you name your character, mm -hmm. and they give you a screen to type in, and you write like Cody. And Cartman goes, you have entered douchebag. Is that what you want your name to be? And then this, it says yes or no, and you say no. And he's like, are you sure you want us to call you douchebag? And then they ask you again, and you say no again. And he's like, all right, douchebag, let's go. And the whole game, they call you douchebag. That's the kind of shit that happens in this. And I know there's a lot of fun stuff uh, people are already talking about yeah. from the new game. So uh, you probably already were aware of this if it was on your radar, but check out some of the trailers and stuff for these South Park games because they're they seem like a lot of. Well, the first one was a lot of fun, and uh, this next one seems like it will be too. <laughs> I just know the the trailer was on like TV last night, and hearing Cartman go "Batoad" <laughs> makes me laugh every time. It's gonna the first. So the first one was like a Lord of the Rings kind of uh, World of Warcraft fantasy. This thing. one's superhero. This one's superheroes. So there's like Mintberry Crunch and um, I know Professor. What's 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 Butter's name? Professor. Uh, uh, Professor Chaos? Yeah. Is that it? He's in it and the coon's in it. Carbon's the coon, which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, at this, it's South Park. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you get to play South Park for however many mm -hmm. hours. So check that one out. Sports. All right, let's talk a little bit of sports. This is, this is like the month of sports that is the best month ever because... NBA regular season starts tonight. Tonight, yeah. Yeah, uh, Cavaliers are going against Boston, so the Kyrie LeBron Irving. LeBron might not play. And, yeah, maybe not LeBron, yeah. but... They got D-Wade. They got D-Wade now, <laughs> so that's... Yeah, and if you think you know the rosters of the NBA, you don't. You're going to have to look it up. I don't know who's on what team anymore. Anyway, you got basketball regular season starts. Baseball's in the playoffs right now. Yep. Uh, Cubs. They play tonight. Cubs down, are playing tonight, game three. Yeah, down 2 nothing. So by the time you're home. hearing this, the Cubs might be knocked out. But... Well, no. Maybe not. No. Well, they could. Well, I don't oh, know. Oh, this is the championship series, so it's got to go seven games, Yeah, right? but they still, I mean, I don't know if they play two nights in a row. Mm. I can't remember. I'd have to look at the schedule, and I'm too lazy to do that right now. Well, Cubs down 0-2. They're going to have to make a comeback, so we'll see on them. Uh, Cubs and Dodgers in the NL. In the yeah. AL, it's the Yankees and... Uh, Astros. And Astros Yankees are up two games, nothing, too, as well. So, um, potentially a couple sweeps on our hands. Yeah. It'd Maybe. be fun to see Houston. Uh, they were yeah. bad, bad, bad for, for a long time. time. Yeah. Now they're really good. I would love to see. I mean, obviously, as a Cubs fan, I'd love to see uh, Houston. And honestly, I'd rather I'd like to see them play either Houston or or New York because you got cool implications there. I mean, mm -hmm. Yankees, Yankees and Cubs. That's like a that's from Back to the Future. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like that's <laughs> that's that's a huge series. That's two of the biggest teams in baseball. Probably the two biggest names names in baseball. If you ask someone who you know name two baseball teams, uh -huh. Cubs and Yankees. Um, but also. You got Astros and Cubs, longtime division rivals, um, and that, that'd be pretty cool. So yeah, it'd be fun. A um, lot of good stuff. Oh, and by the way, don't forget 
Uh, NFL is in full swing. Yeah. Week six just ended, going into week seven. Um, Rams got a big win this week, took over first place in the yeah. NFC West. Uh, Vikings got a win, too, yeah. over the Packers. Big news, though, biggest news in the NFL at yeah. all right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers goes down with a shoulder injury. Yep. Probably going to miss the whole year. Yeah, it is, he's going to have surgery in the next couple of days. Um, on, on It's on the throwing shoulder, which makes it tough. I would My, my assumption is that, because so far it sounds like that he could potentially be back in six to seven weeks based off this injury. Uh, it all depends on how, when they get in there and do the surgery on his shoulder, what type of damage is in there. Mm-hmm. But people in the past who've had surgery, it heals actually quicker if you do the surgery. Um, so some people have been back in six to seven weeks. People like Romo in the past who've had this, um, they didn't do surgery and they injure it quicker. Mm-hmm. So it'll heal better and quicker usually if you do the surgery. Um, that being said, my assumption is if the Packers are out of it, you know, if they're if they're coming in there with little to no shot at playoffs, by the time he's healthy, Rodgers isn't going to play. He's going to stay out of it. Yeah. And because, that's a smart move. Because he's, I mean, he's 30, 32 or 33. I mean, he's got, you know, probably five or six good years left in him, but you don't want to screw that up by being hurt, injuring your throwing shoulder even worse. So. Yep. Yeah, it's a bum. I mean... If you're anyone besides the Lions, Bears, and Vikings, <laughs> this is horrible yeah. news. And honestly, you know, even so, like, I don't want, I I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I didn't want to see him get hurt either. Like, right. I, I don't want someone to be, to not be able to play. It's mm-hmm. less fun. Like, again, I, I, I love, more than anything, I love seeing Aaron Rodgers lose. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it sucks to see that happen. Um, I know all the Packers out, fans out there are saying it was a dirty hit, but. It was not a dirty hit. Uh, you watch it in real time. It's yeah. tough to it's tough to say that. Yeah. And you know, you could get hurt on any play, yeah. regardless of how clean it is yeah. or whatever. But so. he's definitely one of the stars of the NFL. And I, shit, best quarterback. Right yeah, I, I mean, I really do. I mean, he's, I mean, Tom Brady is probably the greatest of all time. But he's you know he's not he's not Aaron Aaron Rodgers can do things that no other person can do. Yeah. So. So it's a bummer. It does though. I mean. You got to bring it back to football, and mm-hmm. it does leave that division wide open. Yeah. Uh, Vikings are playing well right now, even with uh, even Case Keenum at quarterback. Defense that, has been great. That defense can win any game. Lions have been kind of mediocre. Yeah. Bears have shown signs of life <laughs> right. too. So and, and it and could be you still division. can't. You still can't. And Packers can't. You can't. You can't count them out. You don't yeah. know how Hunley like Hunley played against one of not the best of the defenses in football, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know he he has like most people are saying he's only thrown probably. Five five passes a week in practice. You know he's not. It's not that he's getting any barely any reps. Now he's he's it's his team now. He knows that they've already come out and said we're not getting anyone else. They ah, they okay. re, they reiterated it today, saying we're not getting anyone else. That you know we got our two guys. That's who we're going with. That's good. The um, rumors Romo was a rumor out yeah. there. So was Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, but they're gonna stick with Hundley. Yep, they said they're not signing anyone else. Um, and really, anyone with a with a pulse and an arm can throw to those receivers. Yeah. that is a stud offense. Yeah. they got weapons all over him. And and Hundley's he's 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 been in the system. He's a, this is his third year. I, I think he'll be fine. And they're gonna I think they're gonna lean more in the run game, and which they I mean they've had a good running game so far yeah. this year. So I think they'll be okay. I, I mean I, they're not obviously gonna be Aaron Rodgers good, um, but they're still gonna be they're still gonna compete. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. compete with teams. So. NFL's been weird this year. Um, a lot of the teams that we thought were going to dominate, your Patriots, your Falcons, um, well, really just those two teams, even <laughs> the kind of the Chiefs. Yeah. It, what we've seen so far through Week 6 is anyone can come out and lose to anyone, yeah. which is really Steelers. exciting. Steelers came out and beat the Pan. They really handily beat the Chiefs. A lot of people week. had them as their favorites, and then they started the year 
slow, yeah. and then they came out and beat the Chiefs. Yeah, you know? so you really never know what can happen week to week. Even games you think are going to be crappy end mm-hmm. up being good games. Jets and Patriots went down to the yeah. end of that game, uh, and on a touchdown that probably should have tied it, but yeah. it got really crappy call, pulled it back out of the end zone. Yeah. So, God, NFL is really fun to watch right now. Any team can beat any team, and mm-hmm. I think by the time no undefeated teams left now, Chiefs yeah. were the last one, by the time the playoffs roll around, it's going to be interesting first to see who gets in, mm-hmm. and second to see who makes a run, because it really is anyone's league right now. Yeah. Still, obviously, a lot of regular season left. You never know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it's going to be exciting. Let's not also forget NHL hockey. That's starting back up, yeah. uh, and then, if not already, it's, then it's in the It's been next... going for like a couple weeks now. All right, well... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Said the said the fantastic uh, host of a show that talks about sports. Hockey is apparently going right now. You know what's pretty funny, too, about that is uh, there's one other team and then the new team, Las Vegas Golden Knights. They were one of two teams left without a loss. Um, really? Yeah. Golden Knights are playing well for being... being it's their first time. Yeah, with, with a ragtag bunch of team, you yeah. know, players. Because so. the way they throw these teams together, if you don't know, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are a brand new NHL team. And the way they put these teams together is every team has to basically kick a few players off and the Knights get to choose from those kicked off players. So it really is just a ragtag bunch and they got the first draft pick and they pick some stud kids who's going to play right away. So exciting to see them competing right away. Like you think about the Texans and the Jaguars and the NFL, they were bad for a while mm-hmm. before they were any good. So Yeah, they, they must have just lost recently. They're 4-1 they're and one with no overtime loss right now. They're second behind Los Angeles. With an, they have an overtime loss, so yeah, yeah. Um, so Chicago's doing well. The Blackhawks, four uh, one and one right now, nine points leading the division. Um, the Devils, which is kind of surprising, they're four and one, and then Tampa Bay Lightning are five and one. So those are the division leaders right now. There you go. <clears throat> this is I, in sports. This is like the month mm-hmm. because you have all all four sports going on at the same time, which is really exciting. No shortage of sports. Yeah. Um, to talk about it all, so a lot of exciting stuff. All right, we got a couple of. Uh, Penises. Couple, couple fan letters. Uh, no, no penises. Listener requests. There's not going to be any penises, I promise. <laughs> uh, so a couple fan requests that uh, we're going to kind of check out to end the show with. We'll have a little bit of fun. Uh, the first thing, very simple question, comes to, comes to us from listener Hannah. All right, so this is going to be Seth Reads a Letter. This is the new segment. I got to have a <laughs> oh, title. Oh, ready? For... Seth Le- uh, what is, what, Okay, we got to make up a song. <laughs> um. Hey there. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the mail. Mail time. Oh my gosh. I'm putting all this in. No, don't. <laughs> Cut it. How about um um Ding dong! Mail! I'm gonna go I'm gonna go, Sesco, read the news and you go No, it's not news, it's mail. Yeah. Or the mail yeah. and you go, ooh yeah. <laughs> and you can get close to the mic if you want to. I can't <laughs> Ready? Seth's gonna read the mail. Mail time. <laughs> so uh, we got two two pieces of mail today, two fan requests that we're gonna get into. The first comes to us from listener Hannah. Seth, what does Hannah have to say? Hannah. Hannah says, Hi guys. I'm a big fan of the show, and I have two questions for you guys. Cody, who is your favorite Spider-Man? And Seth, who is your favorite Batman? Mmm. She also has a, a link to a video in here. Yeah, those are really weird. I watched <laughs> I watched one or two of them. It's like uh, weirdly animated Spider Man and Batman like okay. hang out with each other. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so we'll have to. I'll show it to you later. Sure. Um. Well, Hannah obviously knows I'm a huge Spider Man fan. You're a huge Batman fan. Why don't you go first? I'm assuming this is about movie Batman. Yeah. 
Um, but I guess the animated one is that your favorite? I don't know who's who. Do, I think I know. Ooh, that's but good. Who's, I who's your about favorite? That. Um, so I'm gonna break this up because my favorite fighting in a Batman movie, so fighting Batman is definitely the the five seconds of Ben Ben Affleck we got that. The scene in Batman Superman where he's in that room taking down like twelve dudes, punching them in their turkey necks. He's that's awesome. That's because it's so it, it's definitely it's like Batman Arkham video games. It's like comic book Batman because he's like throwing those like um, those things that the turn off the guns. Yeah, yeah. the I can't remember what they're called because you do that in the video game. You like t- that's so much fun. That's like my favorite thing. You get to take down all the guns and they stop shooting and then like people are like oh what are we doing and then you punch them in their face. Um, but it's just like slow, methodical, whoop. It's, it's just like I'm talking about with Brawl and Cellblock 99. Just like you hear the whoop every time he hits him in the face. But in terms of just like overall Batman, I think that the obvious answer for me, because you get, I, I think just if you took it all together, it's probably Christian Bale. I mean, Dark Knight, again, one of the best movies ever. Um, best superhero movie ever for my money. Yeah. Um, and. Like, Michael Keaton was good in the 89, but I think it's still good Christian Bale, even though his voice is terrible. Uh, what voice? <laughs> There's no Batman. That's what that feels like. Yeah, even when no one's around. <laughs> that reminds me of the Batman Chooses His Voice video. <laughs> Where were the other drugs <laughs> So, Christian Bale, huh? Well, I guess, I'm not surprised. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Um, he's, I don't like him, really, that mm. much. Um, but it's hard to, it's really hard to pick a better Batman. Mm-hmm. I like Michael Keaton, but the way Batman has gone super dark since him, mm-hmm. it's hard to compare him up against like Bale. So I don't know, I, I, unless you go with like the classic Adam West, because that was like well, Batman. Also, right? Actually, you know what? I mean, the, if you're talking about movie Batman, yeah, but Kevin Conroy, the animated series, that's, that's about as Batman as it that's gets. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I am Knight. I am the Batman. That's perfect. You have a job in the future. They're going to yeah. take you away from my yeah. podcast, and they're going to put you on Batman. Ugh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for Spider-Mans. Yeah. Because there's things I like about all... So I'm thinking about the big three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Tobey Maguire. You have uh, Tom Holland, who's the newest one, and Andrew Garfield, who did the amazing Spider-Mans. And John C. Riley. <laughs> no. Um, you didn't see that video where he's online wearing the costume? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I was kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's a sexy video. So for, first of all, I just want to give a cool honorable mention to the the um, Spider-Man animated series that mm-hmm. was on when I was a kid. That's why I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. That's the exact one. <laughs> it was like watching a comic move, and yeah. it, that was amazing. That's the reason I love Spider-Man. But thinking specifically about the movies, here's what I think. I think I really liked to- Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, well... For his Peter Parker parts. I thought he was a really cool, like, dweeby... He was a believable, no-one-likes-this-kid kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield was the opposite. I thought his Spider-Man was really, really good. Yeah. The fighting style was cool, and he would he, his quips were just better when he would make jokes during the fighting. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Garfield is way too likable to yeah. be, like, a nerdy, no-one-likes-me Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think them updating it to the new time kind of did that a disservice. Yeah. Tom Holland, though, the latest, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think does both really well. And yeah, I think... He's my choice, hands down. Yeah, and I think the the best... I think it's it's the writing and the decisions they made for the movie as a whole, mm-hmm. and he gets that advantage because they chose to have him be young and really nerdy and really awkward and really new to being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. In the first two series, he, like, 
20 minutes into the movie, he's already really good at Spider-Man. Yeah. Holland, that whole Homecoming movie is kind of awkward, kind of yeah. can't get it right, doesn't really know what jokes to make. He's trying to do cool poses as he's <laughs> fighting guys. Yeah. Trying to pick up chicks. I My favorite is Tom Holland because it's the most Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they really just nailed it with this new movie. So again... That movie just came out on video, so if you haven't seen it, make sure you watch Spider-Man Homecoming, because yeah, yeah. Tom Holland, for my money, is the best Spider-Man. Truth. And then... The other uh, the other piece of uh, listener mail we have actually came to us on Twitter. On the Twitter. And, uh, I don't, what's this guy? Jared? Is yeah, that what his name is? Who, I don't know who he, who he is, but... Who are you? Yeah, what's, what's, what's at Jared have to say? Jared Buckendall. At... At... <laughs> At Jared Buckendall on Twitter says, what are your most anticipated movies of 2018? And why is the correct answer Black Panther? I'll tell you, Jared, why the correct answer is Black Panther. Because that movie is going to be amazing. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. There's going to be good action. There's going to be hip-hop music. And there's going to be black people in a Marvel movie, which (laughs) none of those have ever happened. So I'm really excited for that. And... um, and it's the lead-in to another big movie coming out in 2018, uh, The Infinity War for the Avengers, which oh. is a real big event. That's coming out? Yeah. I knew that. I don't know if you've heard. Um, it's the 25th <laughs> movie in the <this> series. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that's a big one people are excited about. Yeah. I'm, I'm more excited, to Jared's point here, I'm way more excited for Black Panther. I like it as a, it's going to be a self-contained story. I'm sure there will be some, some point-outs to the larger story, but... Chadwick Boseman is amazing mm-hmm. as this character. He's so like regal and just like proper and cool, but he's also a motherfucker when he wants to fight, and <laughs> it's gonna be sweet. And uh, why is he B. fighting Jordan, when he's fucking all those mothers? He could do both. That's why he's that's why he's the king. And uh, Michael B. Jordan's gonna be now. a sweet villain. In the first trailer, I watched Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He looks just like a mean mm-hmm. ass. And that's going to be really cool. And there's just like a ton of, of really cool black actors in yeah. this that are going to be amazing. And Michonne's in it. Yeah, Michonne's in it. She's mm-hmm. probably going to chop some heads off. And it's just going to be really cool. The vibe of this movie looks amazing. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited is for it, it. Is it the most anticipated movie of next year? Uh, it's close. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think, I think if you're talking to the general public, I think people are more excited for... Probably Infinity War. Avengers, yeah. I'm actually more, like, I'm, it's probably like a 1A and 1B for me. Like, 1, 1B is probably Black Panther. 1A is definitely Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> um, uh, this Valentine's Day, probably, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to be heading uh, to the theaters for that one. Hopefully it's just you and that one guy that went to <laughs> yeah, the Vince Vaughn movie. We'll give the again. same look at each other on the way out. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did we just see? Don't forget um, to take your napkins to that one. Yeah, I'll be wearing sweatpants. No, actually, my first favorite one... For that is is one A is probably Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, ah, yeah. Um, I loved, loved, loved the first one a lot. Um, Probably like probably one of my favorite, like maybe one or like probably two or three in my Marvel movie list. I love that movie, Um, and I'm really excited for the sequel. Just Paul Rudd. Just I would watch two hours of him talking. He's amazing. Yeah. So that's probably my my one A, but real close one B is is probably Black Panther. It's a ton of superhero stuff coming out next year. Cool these are just action, the, too. These are just the ones I can name. Um, and I don't even have the D... What's coming out for DC next year? Aquaman? Is that uh, next year? I didn't see anything on the list. They have something. DC's got something. I don't really it care too much. Might be towards the end of the year, yeah. I'll decide if I care after Justice League comes out. Mm-hmm. But these are just the superhero movie ones. You got New Mutants. That's the X-Men one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You've got Black Panther, Infinity War we mentioned. Deadpool 2 is mm-hmm. coming out. Josh Brolin's coming on as Cable. That's mm-hmm. going to be pretty sweet. People are going to be really excited for that one. And that's going to make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And it's probably right near the top of people's most anticipated list. Yeah. Because of how the first one went. The Incredibles. A lot of people's favorite Pixar movie. Yeah. I, probably my favorite Pixar movie yeah. if I had to choose one. Nah. Um, a really... Besides Toy Story 3. Toy Story! Oh my gosh. Um, Andy! Really ex- And it's been a long time coming with The Incredibles. Yeah. I haven't seen really anything come out about like what the story is going to be or anything, yeah. but that one's going to be sweet. Yeah. Also, Mrs. Incredible can get it. <laughs> Jesus. Even 15 <laughs> years later. Yep. Uh, Ant-Man, you mentioned... The new Venom movie mm. is coming out, which is being helmed by Sony, but there's rumors that it could potentially end up weaving into the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. I don't know. Tom Holland's going to be Eddie Brock slash Venom. Tom Holland? Tom, Tom Hardy, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Tom Holland is, I don't think, going to be in it at all. He can act everything. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy can be a real mean guy mm-hmm. when he wants to be, so I'm really excited for his turn in this. And... Uh, Venom could be really cool. I think it's going to play more like a horror movie, which which will be mm-hmm. interesting. All of those superhero movies, just, I mean, it's a ton of those. Mm-hmm. There's, um, obviously, Star Wars is coming out with a Han Solo movie, now called Solo. Yeah. A Star Wars story. Um, that's one people are going to line up for. I'm, I don't care nearly as much about these side stories as I do about the main story. Yeah. So, obviously, I'll go see this night one, but it's not on top of my list. Right. You know? Um... As far as horror movies, got a couple of them coming out. The Nun, which is part of this whole Conjuring universe. I'm excited to see that because that nun is scary as fuck. <laughs> I think it's terrifying. Also, there's another chapter of the Insidious series mm. coming out, which I care a lot less about. Yeah. Really liked the first Insidious. The rest are kind of just speaking okay. Speaking of, of uh, speaking of Toy Story, I wonder if like maybe they'll switch like the Insidious franchise to be like related to Sid from the Toy Story movies. <laughs> like he's created this all in his mind. That would be an interesting twist oh, that no cool. one would probably get. I don't think a lot of people who like Toy Story also go to Insidious 5. No? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Let's see. We mentioned Fifty Shades Freed, the final chapter. Oh, yeah. In the Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple I, I wonder which, uh, which uh, Zane and Taylor Swift song they're going to do for this one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Those movies are so bad. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Um, if you like watching women kick ass, it's going to be a good year couple for you. Year. Yeah, a couple movies for that. Proud Mary's coming out. That's Taraji Mary, P. Henson. Mary, Mary, Oh, I thought we were going to keep going nope. together. Um, Shut up. Taraji P. Henson is just, she's just a badass chick, and yep. she's going to do some shooting and killing. That's all we know. There was another trailer That's for that. That's plenty for me. There was a trailer for that when I went and saw Brawl and stuff. They, they really had it heavy-handed when I saw that, because there was tons of, like, piss-beating movies. Yep. Um, and that was one of them. I'm excited. So, Proud Mary, again, Taraji, hey, you know what she can do? She'd Go home. It. No, she can oh, get it. Okay. Um, if you're not into Taraji for whatever reason, uh, and you are into Jennifer Lawrence, which you probably are, yeah. Red Sparrow yeah. is another lady ass kicking. Seems like she's kind of an undercover prostitute, mm-hmm. is the vibe I got from that trailer, but she's going to definitely kill some motherfuckers in that one, which will be exciting. Think I don't she'll, know that we've seen her in really any action. You think she'll get it? Oh, she's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to get it. <laughs> and then she's going to give it. Oh. Yeah. Bullets, I mean. She's going to give bullets. I thought you meant like to charity, like United Way or Red Cross maybe. She might. She probably yeah. gives some to them. I should hope so. She makes enough money to do that. So Proud Mary and Red Sparrow, kind of in that vein of like these these very small, very simple, just ass whooping movies. Like 
Um, and they've, they've really made a comeback. Kind of the action movie, I think, is making a comeback in the mm-hmm. last five years. One of the movies that brought that back, at least for us, was The Equalizer with yeah. Denzel Washington. That's getting a sequel coming out. All and I know is he used a fucking nail gun in that movie. So more, more hardware tools, please. <laughs> you pull out an, and Denzel Washington walks into a Home Depot and there's no punchline to that joke because he murders everyone. <laughs> that one's going to be, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Um, I think they're really going to steer into just Denzel being Denzel, yeah. which is, ugh, no one can beat Denzel when Denzel's being that, Denzel. That's one where the Equalizer, he like walked into that room and he like timed everything out on his watch. Yeah. That was one of the coolest scenes. He looks around and kind of assesses, kind of like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> he says, I can do it in 12 seconds. Yeah. And he starts his timer, whoops all the ass and then looks at his clock. Yeah. It's like 11.5 yeah. seconds. Oh, I gotta go watch the original. Yeah. Game. Equalizer part two is going to be, that's on our list for sure. And then two weeks after that is, uh. I know, probably one of your most anticipated. I, I've been saving if, it for the end one, of the list for a reason. If there's one A and one B <laughs> for you, one B is definitely Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh my God. I get so excited for these movies. <laughs> and um, you've had the pleasure of seeing the last two, I think, in theater. At least the no, last one. last one. Last one, In yeah. theaters with me. He was, I don't have I told the story in the podcast before? I Probably not. Um, Mission Impossible 5. Um, Rogue Nation. I, I hadn't till, until recently discovered your like extreme love for these movies, um, but we got into the theater and it you know started up doing the, dun, 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 and you were like punching the air and we saw this at like on a Saturday like afternoon so people were there, <laughs> and we were like front row so people probably behind us were like what the f- is that kid have like does he have Tourette's or something like what's going on? Mission Impossible is one of my top four or five favorite film franchises every one of those movies is amazing to me (laughs) some are less amazing but every one of those are so amazing tom cruise is at his most tom cruise in these movies and is fantastic i think i think i know the way now to like get you to do more physical activity and just make you watch mission impossible oh my god (laughs) if you didn't if you watch more mission impossible movies you'd be you'd be able to run a marathon i uh one time I once hurt myself doing doing fight moves in our old living room because of Mission Impossible. And I was listening to the song and doing punches and kicks, and I kicked a wall, and it hurt. Um, and probably there are other stories that I've forgotten, but Mission Impossible is my shit, and there's nothing that you can't do while listening to that theme song. Really interested to see where they go from here, because they've really gone in kind of different <clears throat> self-contained kind of stories they've now got jeremy renner on mm-hmm. um alec baldwin alec baldwin is yeah, he kind of took over as the head yeah you got you know? simon Pegg. uh obviously you still have ving rames mm-hmm. it's a banging cast and tom cruise is just the linchpin of it all and he's gonna do some crazy stunt shit i can't wait yeah uh it's gonna be amazing he's gonna be running until he has to do it in a, in a like one of those segues or something like that's yeah. how he's gonna have to run it's oh, soon there's there's so much tom cruise left to have and i'm so excited for it Gosh, I don't know if I can... That's everything that we have on our list. Uh, there's one more, and I saved it to the end for last because I think it's going to be one of our most anticipated for the year. Mojo Movie 2. Uh, no, I hope to God that's not happening. Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Coming out in March. Yeah. This is, uh, if you haven't heard us talking about it, it's based on a book by the same name uh, that came out a few years ago. Seth and I both listened to it on audiobook. It's one of my favorite books that yeah. I've ever read. I think probably the same for you. Yeah. And... It's getting the the big ass budget Steven Spielberg treatment. I yep. think this could be a real winner. Yeah, I I forgot about that. That's probably one C then for me. <laughs> um, yeah, God, I'm excited for that. 
if you have a any 80s nostalgia in you at all, this movie's going to push all your buttons mm-hmm. because it's it's about this world where it's like a virtual reality world and everything is just chock full of 80s easter eggs. They're just everywhere. And um like there's a scene in the trailer, check out the trailer if you haven't yet. There's a scene where the bike from Tron is in a race against the DeLorean from Back to the Future mm-hmm. and they're going against this big ass monster truck and for whatever reason Freddy Krueger is nearby. It's just everything 80s you can think of just just puked all over this movie <laughs> in a good way. And I'm glad that it's getting the big budget. Spielberg is on board. Um, it's up near near the top for me. I'm a little concerned. Anytime a book that you love is adapted, um, you never yeah. know how it can go. Especially with how long the book is compared to a two-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, I don't know, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of people are going to check it out. And um, I have high hopes. I have high hopes for it. If you had to pick, if you had to pick one of these movies. The Green Ranger. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's like an hour late oh. on the answer to your own question. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one of these movies, one of the movies we've talked about to be your number one anticipated, and we'll do this again probably when the year starts. Yeah. We'll do like the season previews and stuff. If you have to pick one today that you're most excited for, what do you think? I, I'd probably still go Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Ant-Man's good. Um, mine's kind of a toss-up between Black Panther and... And Mission Impossible, but I think I'm going to give the edge to Black Panther actually. Yeah. Because um, it's finally black people being superheroes. Yeah. There's never been a, other than Blade, and I think Spawn was black before he uh, got all weird. Well, I mean, he's all dressed yeah. in black. I don't know if he is or not. But in my adult life, I don't think I've seen a movie where there's a black superhero. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be amazing. I'm really, really, really excited for it. All right. Hey, well, we want to give a, a thank you to uh, Hannah and Jared for sending us uh, those requests. Again, if you haven't um, done so yet and you there's something you want us to talk about, a question you want us to answer, or just uh, something stupid you want to show us, then uh, make sure you're sending us tweets at SocoShowPod. And mm-hmm. uh, you can email us at SocoShow91 at Gmail. You'll find all the links to this in the description for this episode. Uh, don't forget the YouTube channel. We're on the Jared Buckendall page with The Ride Home. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check those episodes out as well as his reviews. Leave us a review on PodKnife. PodKnife to uh, leave us reviews hopefully positive ones but yeah. we gotta know if we're doing a bad job too so Truth. Uh, give us that give us that good feedback um, as always you're gonna find us on uh, SoundCloud iTunes Stitcher and Google Play Music so make sure you're subscribed to us there so you're getting all the new episodes as soon as they drop every Thursday and uh, with that we're gonna wrap up episode 14 for my partner Seth Ott this has been Cody Michael and we will talk to you next week bye Scott.